The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is pretty awesome to be in Nashville. Finally, the cup cars are back. It's been since 1984. The excitement, the fans, I mean, the war already. There's just electricity here. Y'all ready, baby? History is going to be made. Kyle Busch will win his 100th Xfinity Series race. about the guitar. You got plans for that? Everybody's getting a piece tonight. It has been 37 years since Cup Racing in Nashville. NASCAR is back. 263 laps led already. This has got to be the most dominant performance we've seen out of Kyle Larson. And he's going to make it three wins in a row. Hell of a team. Hell of a car. Good job again, guys. Really good day. We had enough rubber and enough fuel left over to, to do a good burn out there at the end. What a run. Hendrick Motorsports is on, and especially the driver of the number five. I can't hear any music. All right, welcome to NASCAR America, everyone. Another Sunday, another Kyle Larson win. How about that? Nothing new, right, Kyle Larson? Sunday afternoon, Kyle Larson's going to win, right? No what always happens, yeah. right? Another win for us. They can hear you in Connecticut. Yeah, it's a win Dale for us, Jared, ladies and gentlemen. Petty joining you here on uh, NASCAR America Motor Mouth. Uh, Good that's job, us. And uh, of course, we want to hear Good from job, you guys Kevin. today. Eight four four NASCAR yeah. NBC. So let's throw it out there. Also, social media. The hashtag. Let me say this. Uh, Kyle's thanking the crew here. Joining us on the show today, Daniel Suarez, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Off of top ten finishes. Nice runs for those guys. Uh, they were in the other category. So Kyle Larson, uh, the competition can't hold him down, DJ. Fuel mileage races can't hold him down. So another win for that race team. I'm not sure what's going to stop him this year. We saw the rain somewhat hold him back. <laughs> yeah. Because Cut they, the they, rain, because they right. didn't get to finish the race yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. at the amount. So I, I don't know. I, I really can't see anything. He's He's performed at the highest level at every yeah. type of racetrack that you could imagine. So, um, you know, if, whether it's concrete surface, you, you name it, and, and they've been able to do it. And, uh, you know, we used to always think, you know, and people would always say, you know, you find something in a test that's good that helped you, but not at every single track, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. I mean, from a road course to concrete tracks to a brand-new track that hadn't been run on in 10 years. Yeah. Um, it's just incredible. So I think the one link that we have yeah. uh, is that driver in the seat is really, really good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, let's be honest here. Um, it's not just cop. We, we yeah. sprint cars. I heard he oh, beat. Okay. I heard he, yeah. yeah. I, listen, yeah. I heard he beat six people at a Chick-fil-A the other night. The driving. <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't make any difference. It just appears that anything he's setting in right now uh, at whatever level, what, whatever level, whatever you want to put him in, mm-hmm. that he's getting the job done. Um, and it is fascinating, and you know it, and, and any driver, anybody that's ever set in a race car, sometimes you're just in that zone and you can do no wrong. And sometimes you're like the first half of Eric Almarola's year where yeah, everything you do, you do is right. wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't do anything right. And you've just got to ride that wave and ride that wave. And I'm telling you, man, 
Um, it'll hit the beach eventually, but right now he's <laughs> he, he appears to be still on Wasn't the crest. This time last year we're talking about what's going on with Henry Motorsports. Yes. Now they can't do anything yeah. wrong. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly exactly right. It shows you how yeah. quickly things change. With yeah. Just a little bit. Of, I say a little bit of change. A lot of hard work and that's effort right. put forth. Uh, in, in making all of that happen, especially on the, the engine side of it, and we've yeah. discussed that, uh, but they, they have it all put together right now. And, and, you know, we always talked about, many of us questioned how good might Kyle Larson be if he were at Hendrick Motorsports yeah. or Stuart Haas when things are going good. He's exceeded anything oh, I, yeah. of how good I thought he might be. He's way better than I thought yeah. that he could be. Yeah, but, but it's a great, that, that's a great point that you bring up. A year ago, we're talking about where where are they? So it's taken them a year mm-hmm. to get here. So the teams that aren't in the game now, does it take them a year to get back? And that's the big question. That's the big question when we sit here and you talk about Stuart Haas or you talk about uh, Roush or Penske or Gibbs or whoever you want. Is that a full year? The new car is going to change everything. Sure. Don't get me wrong. But we, we talk all the time about how somebody hits on something and the turnaround and how hard it is to race and catch up. It's, it's going to be tough catching these guys. And I think DJ touched on it, the engine package. I think that's made a massive yeah. difference for when you put ECR and Hendrick together. That proved to me that, that Hendrick had really been working on the race cars. Could you yes. put that horsepower in? Yeah. And all of a sudden, they've taken off. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and there's another side of it. And I talked to Chad Kanausa for a couple of minutes there yesterday at the track. And, and don't think that, he, that the way that he's gone about getting the drivers and crew chiefs together mm-hmm. and the way that he's doing things there, that that's not a big yeah. part of the way things are happening here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's been a huge part of their success for a lot of years with, with Jimmy Johnson and others, but uh, what he's doing now yeah. in his role is, is monumental too. That's crazy, man, because it, it makes you think, you know, you, is, now we're, we're – Henrik Motorsports has constantly evolved, mm-hmm. you know, from yeah. Harry Hyde to, to Ray to, to, to Chad Knauss as a crew chief. And now this is the Chad Knauss era as, as a manager in that position. Um, man, that's scary to think about it that way. I mean, <laughs> I mean it really is. Better. It's yeah, scary yeah. to be in the, yeah. the competition and think about what could be yeah. or what can be. Yeah, no doubt about it. So there was Larson and then there was everyone else. And I tell you what really impressed me, guys, two drivers below the cut line that I honestly thought could maybe win the race. Ross Chastain was catching Kyle Larson for a, for a good period of time there. And Ricky Stenhouse Jr., I mean, man, mm-hmm. he looked like oh, for a yeah. while he was going to be maybe have a chance to win the race. So if you were Chris Bush or Kyle at points in that race when you're sitting out of it in the garage area, mm-hmm. you had to go, man, this is not going to be a good day. We're going to be on the other side of the cut line. Yeah. You, you know, listen. When, when, when a driver says, I don't wish bad luck on anybody, that's BS, okay? Because <laughs> okay. Chris, Chris Buescher's sitting there thinking, break, something happened to you guys. I need yeah. something to happen. And, and then when something happens to you and you watch your competitors have the best day of the year, mm-hmm. the yeah. best day of the year uh, that they've had, and they've got that much time, you've got that much time to sit there and suffer, and they've got that much room to gain um, this is a tough day for Chris Buescher in a lot of ways. Emotionally, sure. uh, as much as, as how bad it hurt his heart to be out of the race, emotionally to watch those guys have the, their days. And they were spectacular days by those two drivers. For Chastain and Stenhouse. Ch- yes, yeah, spectacular yeah, yeah. days. Ricky Stenhouse had, a, he had an outstanding weekend. I mean, they were fast. 
mm -hmm. uh, in practice on Saturday. Uh, he missed it a little bit in qualifying, but he still ended up being okay. It wasn't as bad as what he thought it was going to yeah. be. And then, I mean, he started from the beginning of that race moving forward and continued that all day until the bad pit stop at the wrong time. Mm. Uh, and, and that was just unfortunate. That set them back. And But it did make them get on a different strategy to where they had better tires at the end, right. a lot like Ross, and yeah. so that benefited them in the long run. Not only those two guys, but I mean, you look at the entire top ten, and, and there were surprises throughout it. You had Chastain second, Eric Almarola fourth, Stenhouse sixth, Suarez in seventh, Kurt Busch in eighth, and that really caused what you'll see here when you look at the cut line. It was like everyone below the cut line gained Gang. points. Yeah. Kyle, you and I were looking yeah. at it this morning, and everyone above the cut line yes. lost points at yeah. Nashville. It was a crazy swing at that race. Yeah, and, and it is so hard, and we talk about it a lot here. It's so hard. It's easy to lose, hard to catch up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and when you have a day when that many people catch up something, when that many people, it's like, okay, what, what, what's the, uh, what is the day for Amazon? Why do they call it? Um, uh, I've heard about it, right? Yeah, it's the, double prime what day is it? something like that. What is it? Aaron, Aaron, our producer. Prime Day. It's Amazon Prime, Prime Day. Day. Yeah, yeah. So it was like NASCAR Prime Day yesterday yeah. is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> if you were below the cut line, it was Prime Day for you, man. It was, it was Prime uh, Day. So Because these guys just, they were able to make huge gains. Yeah. Not, not just a point or two. They were 10 or 15 point swings, which are big days in this system. Yeah, the point is, DJ, there's nine races left, and that cut line is shrinking. Seems yes. like every week, like it's getting tighter. Yeah, and, and you know, Chris Buescher had done a great job of separating himself yeah. there a little bit and had kind of a nice yeah. cushion. Mm -hmm. uh, he didn't want something like this to happen, uh, especially with a double header weekend coming yeah. up at Pocono this weekend when where, you know, if you have something happen in the first race, then, you know, you're looking at the second race maybe with a backup car that you haven't even had on the track or anything. Yeah. So, mm. so many things that you look at as you start thinking about as a driver, and that was unfortunate. And the bad thing for Chris Buescher was, what happened to him was nothing of their doings. Uh, you know, he ran over something and yeah. cut a tire, and, and that's what put him out of the race. Our buddy NASCAR is joining us on line one today. NASCAR, how you doing, bud? I think NASCAR is there. Thought he was. I don't hear him. I know. I don't hear him either. NASCAR, are you there? I know he's got a great question. I know he's got I know a question. he does as well. His man, Ryan Newman, has got to be around Newman. That's yeah, what I was, was going to say. Because Newman had a good well. deal. I do want to look at one more points situation, and that's the regular season championship. Now, if you would have brought this Ooh. up to me in May, <laughs> I would have told you you were crazy. Yeah. Denny Hamlin running no. away with it. No yeah. shot anybody would yeah. catch him. In fact, at one point, he had a 101 point lead Think about that. over second place. Yeah. That's mm. almost yeah. three races that he had, yeah. or, you know, two races yeah. that he had over second place. Yep. And now, all of a sudden, it is 10 points over Kyle Larson, and that is it. I mean, that's amazing that Denny Hamlin could not win the regular season championship. And, I mean, not only not that, there, there it is right there. 101 points over William Byron. That's who it was at the time. And after Nashville, just 10 points. Look at the points Kyle Larson's made up. Wow. I mean, well, DJ, when you don't finish worse than second, you yeah. can make up a lot of points. <laughs> DJ, I mean, Denny Hamlin's not going to be the regular season points leader no. after Saturday. No. Yeah. I mean, come on, this is crazy. It, it really is to think that it could be that big of a swing, but it just shows you when you have one driver dominate. I mean, you know, he's not only winning these races, he's winning every stage of yep. them. He's getting maximum yep. points that you can possibly yep. get almost every single weekend. And then Denny with the struggles, because when Denny was doing all of this, 
he wasn't winning races, but he was leading laps and he was finishing in the top five every weekend. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't been doing that. You know, they, they, that's a team that really has got to figure some things out because they haven't had what I would call a really strong run yeah. in quite a while. So, uh, you know, th- their focus can't be on trying to win that. They obviously want to get as many uh, playoff points as they yeah. can possibly get. But their biggest thing is, is they've got to get and figure out how can we be competitive in, once the playoffs do get here. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Larson is um, is the poster boy for NASCAR saying, we told you winning was important. It's not about points. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Okay. And, 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 that, and that's it. I yeah. mean, honestly. Winning everything. Yeah, yeah and because it, winning takes care of everything. And that's what NASCAR said when they came up with this system. Yeah. Winning you're in, winning is the most important thing. Go out there and show us that you can win. Kyle Larson just continues to win, continues to cut through the points. Points don't mean anything when you continue to run like he runs because they come along with it. That's just a side dish. I'm curious what's going on with Gibbs, and and I'll throw this out there. I know that the last time NASCAR took cars from the track was after Darlington, and that's when Martin Truex Jr. really put a whooping on everybody, right? And since then, Gibbs, other than the 18, hasn't been very strong. And even when Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch were running up front in the top five, top ten yesterday at Nashville, they were complaining about their cars. I mean, how many radio transmissions did we hear from Kyle Busch saying, my car is horrible. Oh, by the way, I'm running third, but my car is yeah. horrible. So something happened, DJ, after Darlington. Where now, and, and listen, teams get dinged all the time when they yeah. take cars back to the R&D center. Yeah. But something happened to Gibbs, and they haven't been able to recover since then. Yeah, they hadn't. They had found something that was a little bit of an advantage, but then NASCAR saw it. This has been happening since even before. Well, I don't know if they were going to the wind tunnel that much <laughs> before we yeah. started running, yeah, but, that's exactly but certainly right. since uh, since our time there, uh, that, that they make adjustments. I, I mean, you know, Bill France Jr. was, uh, you know, that was his thing. Oh, is, yeah. You know, you would run a little bit. So he would see somebody getting advantage. These cars would go to the wind tunnel, and, and then he would adjust from mm-hmm. there. And, and NASCAR's not going to let somebody get by with something very long. You know, it might be something that you can't see yeah. that, that can't be detected as they go through the inspection process, but uh, it has made a difference. There's yeah. no doubt that that they're running differently, and it's making them do things differently. And uh, I think that in doing those things differently, their, their cars aren't handling quite yeah. as well. And, and you know, and, and let's, let's look at it a little, a little bit different from the other side of that coin. It could be um, that whatever happened to them, if anything did happen to them, because we're speculating on a lot of sure, stuff. Sure, yeah, yeah. At the same time, some of the things that Hendrick and those guys had in the hopper come to fruition, mm. and it's the perfect storm where they cross, where it looks like, wow, they leapfrogged them. When they were headed that way anyhow, um, you, you just don't know. I mean, you know, we, we've, we've, all been, we've all been in a situation, and I know you were at Yates, where they're like, just get me to here, and I'm going to give you 15 more horsepower. Yes, I'm going to give you 20. Right. Yes. And you, you, couldn't, you couldn't wait to get to yeah. that race. You know what I mean? Right. Because the guys in the engine room are telling you, man, we're going to have more when we get to Indy. We're going to have more when we get to Daytona. And it's like, yeah, but I got six more races to get there. And you're just <laughs> hanging on. And that could have been the Hendrick where they were at in a right. lot of ways. Because as we've seen the Hendrick organization step up, we talk Ricky Stenthouse. Yeah. We talk Ross Chastain. We mm-hmm. talk the Chevy camp yes. has stepped up. So we can't just say that it's the Hendrick organization. It is. They've worked on their cars, but so have these other guys. Yeah. And we've seen the yeah. Chevy camp itself really make a huge yeah, jump. Yeah, and maybe it's that part of trying to catch up, realizing you're behind. Mm-hmm. You've got to make some effort. So maybe it had nothing to do with all of that. Yeah. It's just a fact that they made some changes within yeah. at Joe Gibbs Racing, trying to make that next step to where they could be competitive with these Chevrolets. I know it was a 750 horsepower race, Kyle, at, at Nashville. And they struggled at the 550 races, but two cars in the top five, 
for Stuart Haas Racing. Yeah. First time this year, which I yeah. found amazing, amazing to think that that's the first time this year <laughs> yeah. they've had two cars in the top five. Is it here to stay for Stuart Haas Racing, though? Mm. That, you know, here's, here's, the, here's the part that will make you, maybe makes you doubt it a little bit, okay, is go back to the beginning of this show and list the names that finished in the top ten. There's okay. a lot of different names. A lot right of different names. So, is this an anomaly? You know, what I mean, it's not your your Denny Hamlins. It's not your your Joy Logano. It's not that group that, that we usually see that have, that are there. There's a lot of a lot of things sprinkled in. So, it's hard to really go off of that because it's, it's like I finished third in the 600 one year, strictly on fuel. Okay. So, <laughs> did okay. you would you say oh? Kyle's turned that deal around over there. No, yeah. it's an anomaly. So as we look at this, um, give me a couple more races. Give me, give me a couple more ovals. Okay, not not so well, much real quick. And I'd like to see him do it at a 550 race, do you? Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. that's that's where they haven't really shown it this yeah. year. They haven't, but I will say this, and, and normally I would be talking about something that Kevin Harvick did, and he did have a much better race, complete race there uh, yesterday, and I know he ran out of fuel uh, right there at the end yeah, of the race. Right. But... Um, I look at Eric Almarola, who has had a horrible season, nothing going right. Yeah. They couldn't run. Of course, they've been mired back in the back. But the All-Star race, he ran really, really yeah, well did. in mm, the All-Star race. And then he t- comes to Nashville, has some practice time, sits on the pole, uh, and then has a really solid day. So that, that gives me some hope that yeah, maybe they are. That's and a great point. Chase Briscoe was really running well yesterday until he had his brake right. issues. Uh, and, and Cole Custer actually wasn't running bad uh, whenever he had his problem. Yeah. So I, I did see some hope there for these guys. Fair to say that Pocono is going to be a big litmus test because you could always bank on Kevin Harvick being a contender at Pocono, yeah. minimum top five, but usually for the win, if they don't run well this weekend, then then that might be a good sign, DJ, of saying, okay, maybe the 550 this year is not going to be Stuart Haas Racing's suit. Yeah, and I know we're talking Stuart Haas, but we're, we're also we're just talking Joe Gibbs Racing, yeah. and, and in particular, Denny Hamlin. I think <laughs> this is a crucial weekend for Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin in particular. Mm. Certainly the two organizations, but those two drivers, yeah. this weekend, this has been their playground. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they the, were the one, two that. in both races last yes. year. Yes, yeah. So uh, I, we're, we're going to see yeah. some, we're going to have some answers here. Yeah, and, we, and, and, and you know it as a, as, as a driver, as a competitor. Um, if you go to a place that you expect to run good and you don't, mm. it's a confidence buster. Yeah. You know, mm. I mean, it, it makes you question a lot of things. It makes you you question a lot of things about the, what's going on inside the team or what you're bringing to the racetrack. So it is a big weekend for those two drivers in particular. Yeah, and two sure. races at Pocono this weekend. You and I were talking about that this morning. Weird to think that when you leave Pocono this weekend, yeah. there's just seven races seven left in the regular yeah. season. Seven so there's not a lot of time to kind of fix things up, if you will. So, hey, joining us next, a guy who had a terrific Nashville weekend. Daniel Suarez, start to finish, beginning with a party at Tootsie's, his sponsor this weekend, and wrapping up with a nice top 10 finish. Daniel joins us next here on Motor Mouse. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? 
Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. We lost the balance there a little bit, kind of at the same time we lost track position. Uh, struggled on pit road there a little bit, but um, all in all, it was a great Kroger Camaro in Nature Valley. I mean, it's been a, been a tough couple, you know, races here that we've, we, that we've ran into, but... It was good to kind of reset, get back, uh, you know, going in the right direction. So we had the speed to run top five all day, but I spent on pit road and I boxed us in our pit box. And um, for most of the day, I was so loose entry of, of turn one, just almost like a wheel hop and bouncing the right rear. So I really struggled. And they finally, the last two runs, uh, three runs of the race, Phil Surgeon and this Clover Chevy team, they got it where I could hustle it. And that's what I needed. Um, the bad part was we had brake fade like I'm sure everybody else did and it felt like my Florida Pro Truck days back at 417 Speedway. Um, I felt like we were passing cars all day and at the end I just I didn't want to caution. I, I knew Kyle was out there. Let's get the second and uh, we'll be happy with it. What does this type of performance do for this team as you guys seem to continue to build momentum? Well we're, we're building because I feel like I was just flat awful to begin the year so um, trying to keep up with a, a hero of mine like Kurt Busch and, and the number one Monster Energy team um, for the two CGR teams to run good today, uh, we were on the good end of the, of the tire strategy there at the end. I, I did question Phil Surgeon. I feel terrible for it, but it, um, it paid off. And, and yeah, it's, um, it's momentum and, uh, and it's speed in the race cars. So it's, it's a great feeling. Just very proud of everyone because yesterday in first practice, we were, we're not where we wanted to be. Uh, we, I thought we were going to be you know, making a lot of adjustments, and that's exactly what we did. But the potential was there. And, and we're able to, to finish what we deserve, but it was in a, in a good top 10. What's it going to take to get that next step to start fighting for wins? I would say that probably just a little bit more speed and uh, trying to start the weekend or the day if it's straight to the race without a speed. You know, sometimes we start a little bit behind and we have to play a little catch-up. Not always, but sometimes. And, uh, you know, if we can clean up those things, I feel like our cars are capable to run top 10, top 5, and hopefully to battle for a win. Daniel Suarez with a nice top 10 finish and a nice top 10 run for all those guys we got to hear from post-race. Uh, good to see those guys up front and good to see some different names up front, especially some contenders, right? Different names. We're seeing them up front a lot more. I know. Uh, especially I in those top 10. Next year's be yeah, and that, that top car. 10 or 15, we're seeing Daniel, we're seeing uh, Ross Chastain, we're seeing Chris Buescher, we're seeing Ricky Stanley. We're seeing those guys yeah, yeah. run, so they've displaced some people. Um, so it, it's been a good year. It's been fun I to think watch. That's certainly yeah. good for the sport. And one of those guys who had a nice top 10 run at Nashville yesterday, Daniel Suarez back home in North Carolina. Daniel, how you doing? Congratulations on a good run. And uh, I'm sure it was nice to see those highlights as well. Yeah, how you guys doing, amigos? Uh, yeah, it was it was definitely fun. Uh, it was a fun race, uh, you know, be back in, uh, in Nashville. Well, I said being back, but I've never been there before. But uh, I, I had a blast. Uh, amazing people, amazing city, amazing fans. Uh, it, it was it was truly amazing to see the grandstands full again, and uh, and we had a fast car, and we were able to to take advantage of that with uh, with another top ten. Um, we're making progress. I'm happy with that. 
but there there is definitely a few things here and there that uh, that we know we can keep improving so we're working on those yeah my question is is how important is a run like yesterday how important is a run like bristol um for a new team for for a new team because i mean it, a new organization new together so many new things and, and listen, on a fashion note, loved your uniform, man. Love that uniform. <laughs> Got to throw that piece in. Uh, but how, how important is it, are runs like that just from a confidence builder to, to keep that momentum? It's definitely very important, Cal. I mean, you, you, you know better than, than, than anyone, you know, how important it is to, to build momentum and to build confidence in, 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 in your group, in your team. Uh, every single week, there are things out there that I think, okay, we could have done this different or this better, the communication or something. And, uh, and I feel like every single week we're improving one, two, three things and, uh, and we're becoming a stronger team. Um, you know, probably we are not in the top 10 every single week, but we have a speed almost every week. You know, we look back well, I would say Texas was an exception. We're trying different stuff uh, in the All-Star. But before that, in Charlotte, uh, we're a top seven car. Uh, we blew a right front tire, and we ended up finishing 15. But, but we're in the, in, in, we qualified top 10. We were running in the, in the top 10 until that right front tire blew up. And before that, we have had good speed. So, so that shows that the team is capable of doing great things. We just have to be a little more consistent, putting putting these races together, executing, just like the way that we did yesterday. And, uh, and obviously always trying to find a little bit more because we are not, uh, we are not close to, to, to the guys that we want to beat just yet. But we're working very, very hard to try to catch them. Daniel, I have to say, in my opinion, that, that you and your race team and this race team that, that has been put together are the most impressive I've seen come into the sport in a long time. Mm -hmm. it, I, I knew that you had the talent to drive these cars, but how quickly could they put things together for you? And it seems like the people they have surrounded you with, crew chief and everyone else, is all working in the same direction for you. I agree, man. And uh, let me tell you, I, I think it's everything about people. Uh, we have amazing people all across the board, uh, which uh, starting with Justin Marks, Ty Norris, Armando Pitbull, uh, great, great owners that they are organizing everything extremely well. And, uh, you know, cruise shipping with Travis Mack that you can see it right there. Uh, we have great engineering, uh, obviously a lot of support from RCR as well. So, you know, we have an amazing group of people and, uh, and I feel like all this is possible because of that. Uh, I'm very, very happy in the position I am. I can tell you that I haven't, I haven't been this happy in a while, and, and I'm very, very happy where we are. But, um, but you know, it's never, it's never good enough. I don't think you're winning. So you have to, we have to keep pushing. Uh, I know that there are some things that we have to keep getting better and better. And, uh, and my goal is to win a race this year. And, uh, and, and trust me, I, I'm going to keep pushing extremely hard uh, to be able to make that happen. Hey, listen, I want, I want to go back to, I'm going to get off your team stuff for a minute. I want to go back to the race yesterday because I, I, I know I was surprised. I don't know if Dale was, um, but I, I was surprised at the amount of brake issues that they had at, 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 at Nashville. I just didn't think about that being a heavy brake racetrack until out on the grid, talked to, to Joey Logano, talked to Eric Amarola. They were talking about uh, the amount of brakes they were using, but we saw so much yesterday. 
Did you guys anticipate that and, and, and take care of that before? Obviously, you didn't have trouble, but did you realize when the race started that brakes were going to be such an issue? Listen, Kyle, I don't want to I don't want to sound like a superhero, but last exactly one week ago, we were in the simulator and uh, we're testing. And I, I, I mentioned to my team, I said, guys, this racetrack is going to drive like a short track. Like you have to slow the car. You have to slow down the car a lot. And uh, and that was with new tires. And I told them, hey, this this is going to drive like a short track. I was thinking in my mind, Richmond. New Hampshire kind of racetrack, like the combination of these two, because you don't have banking and you have to slow the car down. We don't have downforce and we have a lot of horsepower. And uh, already we went into practice on Saturday. Everything was good. We break, no problem. Qualifying, everything was good. In the probably by the end of stage one, I started having issues with the brakes. And I told him, I said, hey, my brakes are going away. I cannot push my brakes. And on the first stage, I was already taking care of my brakes. And that's the only reason why I finished with decent brakes because I started taking care of my brakes since very early uh, because most of the teams went to, into Nashville with a mile and a half brake package. And honestly, we needed a short track brake package, like Phoenix package or something like that. So, you know, I feel like it's a, it's a learning process, obviously. You know, the Cup Series hasn't been in Nashville for who knows how long, 30 plus years. So I'm sure that uh, most teams will have different packages coming back. Daniel, you were talking about, and I love your enthusiasm and your confidence in your team and your abilities. Uh, when you look at the schedule here, and obviously uh, a win in these next nine races would be of the utmost importance, but do you have somewhere picked out that you think that y'all have competed at uh, on a higher level at certain types of racetracks that might give you that best opportunity to get, grab that win? You know, there are... I haven't, honestly, I'm trying to take one week at a time. Uh, there, there are some racetracks out there that I know that I'm, I'm a little bit better than others. But, you know, we, we are improving our staff every single week that I just felt that uh, that it can, if we, keep, if we keep improving our race cars the way that we are going, I think that we can have opportunities. We just have to pull the whole race together. If we can be, cons- right now, I feel like we have a speed to be in the top 12 every single week when we do everything right and when we're consistent on everything. Uh, so if we can get a little bit more speed and be consistent, the pit crew has to do obviously a good job as well, uh, we are going to be able to get it. Uh, the, the guys that are winning right now, they have very fast pre-stop, they have very fast race car, they have track position. And the thing right now is that if you win a race or you finish up front, you have track position to start for the next race. So it's almost like a like a roller coaster. You know, you have to be on top of your game every single week. And whatever you do the previous week is gonna is gonna benefit you or affect you for the following. So it's just extremely important to be consistent. And uh, and we have been lacking that a little bit, but I feel like we're we're getting on our game and and hopefully hopefully we can be talking about top fives soon and uh, when you're in the top five you can win at any time yeah daniel i'm going to ask you about the nashville week as a whole i don't think any race team kind of soaked up the town more than your race team did you had the tootsie sponsorship your owner justin marks is from nashville that's where he's based out of pitbull was in town like talk about just you know kind of being around town the vibe of the town and your race team and kind of how you guys took in the week yeah, it was, it was an amazing week and weekend. Uh, I've never been in Nashville before. Uh, I flew to Nashville with my cruise ship with Travis 
uh, his wife and my girlfriend on Wednesday. Uh, so we had a lot of fun Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday. Honestly, <laughs> on Friday, I felt like I was on vacation. So I said, man, this is amazing. <laughs> oh, my God, I have to tomorrow. So, so it's, it's amazing, amazing city, amazing people. Everyone was having a good time. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a huge party person. I don't even yeah. drink, but, uh, but I was having a good time with everyone and, and the atmosphere and the energy was, was unbelievable. Obviously we spent a good time at Tootsits on Thursday night. Uh, mm-hmm. we had like a private, uh, party there uh, going on and it was, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed my time a lot. Uh, obviously Tootsies are super popular place in in Nashville since the 70s so so it, it, it was a, it was an amazing uh, an amazing weekend uh, then people came in the weekend to the racetrack we, we just had a lot of fun and already we were able to close on a good note on the racetrack as well yeah it's a good thing you don't drink because yeah. it could have could have had a little too much fun <laughs> yes. this weekend but I'm glad you kept yeah. it uh, kept it tame this weekend hey man congratulations yes. on the top 10 yeah. Good to see you running up there. We'll see you in Pocono this weekend. Maybe you can get a couple more top tens. Who knows? Yeah. Let's do it, guys. I appreciate your, your support. And uh, looking forward to see you guys this weekend. Yeah, man. Daniel Thank Swan, you, man. Well, thank nice you, run. And, and it is Take good care. to see. And you mentioned, Kyle, all the different teams up front. Yeah. That could be a regular thing as we run into these playoffs here. With these Chevy teams running better. I mean, yes. We could see some different teams up and, front. And listen, listen you, you heard him say right there that he felt like they've had speed to be a top 12 car. Um, it's just little things to, yeah. to get them there. When we look at Stenthouse, when we look at how some of these guys, the, Ross Chastain, when we look at, at, at Kurt Busch, mm-hmm. the Chevy teams have moved, and, and they've gravitated to that top 15. When you look at seven or eight Chevy teams, if they're going to take half the top 10 or 15, um, then there's not going to be a lot of room for SHR. There's mm-hmm. not going to be a lot of room for some of these other teams. So it'll be interesting these, these next nine races. Uh, leading into the playoffs. Because that is a very different-looking top ten than I would have said we would have at the, yeah. at the beginning of the yeah. race, DJ. Yeah. That's very oh, different. Oh, there's no doubt, yeah. And it, uh, yeah, it, it it evolved through the whole day, too, and you see that. Plus, you know, what you're talking about there, we go back to no qualifying this weekend, so Daniel Suarez is right. going to have a much better start. That's a really good point. Great and, point. And, and Eric Amarola will have a much better starting yes. position than he's had. And yeah. that's one of the things he talked about after qualifying is, hey, because of the system, we haven't had good starting yeah. spots. Yeah. It really hasn't been. Daytona, and from, yeah. from that point on, they've been starting back, so they've been, had an uphill battle the yeah. entire time. And it just snowballs after that. Yeah. So another guy who had a nice top ten run was Ricky Stenhouse, Jr., and he will be joining us here on Motor Mouse when we come back. We'll talk to Stenhouse about having speed to maybe even keep up with Kyle Larson and the nice top ten finish. Ricky Stenhouse, Jr. joins us next here on Motor Mouse. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. 
guaranteed. Yeah, everybody at JTG Doherty Racing works so hard. You know, we're out here doing it on our own. No manufacturer, you know, big support or anything. So um, it's cool to see, you know, all of our guys get together, work really hard. And, um, you know, it was fun to drive today. Hate that uh, we didn't get a top five, but, um, you know, definitely something to be proud of. And happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Uh, It was cool having my dad here this weekend, and uh, it was pretty fun. Well, I mean, it was nice to see JTG Darty racing up front. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. looked for a while like he might have something for Kyle Larson. He joins us here on Motormouth. So I, I'm wondering if you were starting to think, Ricky, hey, man, we might be able to win this thing. Uh, there was a, a thought a little bit about that. But, you know, obviously we knew how good the five was. I wasn't sure if he was just riding or, or what. I know that. You know, once we got into second and kind of stretched uh, it out over third place every run, we kind of, kind of just, um, you know, uh, just saved our brakes. You know, everybody was having issues. We knew we didn't have enough cooling. We didn't have enough uh, brake rotors for exactly what we needed to do. But um, you know, it was a tough track. It was it was a tough day, and um, you know, just happy with you know the race car that my guys brought me. Ricky, when we see things like this and a, a weekend like you had, you were fast in practice, everything went well. Great run yesterday. Uh, you know, one piece of the puzzle that, you know, a bad pit stop at the wrong time uh, from a driver's perspective. Other than that, is this something now that have you built to that point that we can expect to see this a lot more often because you're so much fun to watch uh, in these type situations and, and we want to have you up there more often? I know you want to be there too. <laughs> No doubt. Uh, we, we definitely want to be there. You know, I felt like this, the start of the year, we were, you know, really consistent and, and really liked the position that we were in. Uh, but then you try and make your car, you know, faster every week, just like, you know, every other team. And, and I felt like we got off track a little bit. And, you know, I felt like we went to Texas thinking that we were going to be a lot better than what we were. And, uh, and we struggled a lot. So that kind of gave us a direction of what we needed to do uh, and, and build our race cars, uh, maybe a little bit different, you know, moving forward. And so, uh, this weekend, um, you know, like you said, it's always nice to, to unload right off the truck. The guys did their homework and, um, you know, not being, you know, at this racetrack in a cup car in a long time. Uh, you know, we were, we were fast right out of the gate. Uh, hopefully this is a sign of, you know, things to come for us moving forward. And, um, you know, we're definitely, you know, in that summer stretch of, you know, hot, slick, tough racetracks. And, um, you know, I, I hope we got a handle on it and, and hope we can, uh, you know, run up front more often. All right. Well, first, and I, I like to drop names, and, and I, I want everybody that's watching this to know that Ricky Stenthouse texted me. He texted me today um, because he couldn't get through here. So thank you. Thank you. That's my name drop of the day is Ricky Stenthouse. So here's, here's my deal. Um, the Chevys as a whole, uh, and, and we, we keep focusing on Kyle Larson, but we, but we were just talking about the top ten. We were just talking about so many different drivers. Uh, Daniel Suarez, Ross Chastain, you guys. Your level of play has just, you talk about being consistent the first part of the year, but these last five or six races, y'all have just gone to a different level. Um, what has been the big change, do you think? Uh, as far as, uh, you know, the whole Chevy camp as a, as a whole, I'm not sure. We don't get a lot of info uh, on what all the other teams are doing. I know a, a lot of the bigger teams, um, 
in the Chevy camp share a lot of information. Uh, we're not fully in that in that pool, so you know, for us, it's just uh, a lot of hard work. And you know, I'm really proud of everybody at JTG Doherty Racing. We we work really hard together, and um, you know, it was a tough month. I felt like as far as the speed that we were looking for as an organization, um, you know, so it was cool to kind of see us all put our heads together and. Uh, you know, go a different direction and, and feel like that that direction was, uh, you know, beneficial and paid off for us. So, um, you know, we got great engines. Um, our Camaros are, are working really well. And, and I feel like we have an idea of what we need in our car on our 47 team. So hopefully we can keep going uh, in a good direction. So, Ricky, you've talked about this sort of changing the way the cars are being built. You and I talked a few times this weekend and you kind of described it as going back to basics. When I talked to Brian Patty, he said, it's not anything flashy. He said, we kind of just really are doing what we did earlier in the year. Can you really just kind of do what you did earlier in the year and, and perform the way you guys did though on Sunday? Well, I think there's, you know, it, it depends. I, I think for us, what we had at the beginning of the year was, you know, a, a car that I could drive and, and, and had good feel and, um, you know, was able to, you know, run inside the top 15 consistently and, uh, on, on good days run a little bit better. And so, you know, for us, you know, yeah, getting back to basics and kind of getting back to what we were doing, um, you know, I think hopefully can pay off for us. Uh, you know, everybody is always trying to make their cars faster, but, but sometimes you go backwards and, uh, we felt, we felt like we went backwards and, um, you know, so going back to your starting point and, and kind of starting over is, uh, something that we felt like would be beneficial for us. Okay, so now you can uh, kind of see where you were You were inside that top 16 for a good portion, and then you fell out of there. But with Chris Busher's problems yesterday now, you really see that right ahead of you. Huge doubleheader weekend uh, at Pocono. And I'll let you talk about that in a second. You can back that up. But the most important thing is, I think you have a Golf Guys event this weekend. Uh, how's your <laughs> golf game? Ready for that? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we, we golf uh, Wednesday morning. But uh, my golf game is not where it needs to be at the moment. So I need to go back to basics with that as well. Um, I've, I think I've gotten too far out of the box in my swing. Uh, probably don't practice enough, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously practice makes perfect. So double header this weekend at Pocono, you know, I felt like we had decent speed last year there uh, and, and we learned from our first race and got better the second race. So, you know, I think, you know, we showed a little bit of practice this weekend definitely helps our team, um, you know, from uh, a standpoint of, of working on things and, and making your car better. And um, so we're looking forward to hopefully firing off with a, um, you know, a good Kroger Camaro come, uh, I guess, Saturday and then, um, you know, being able to tune on it and work on it for Sunday. So you said you feel okay about the Pocono races, but three of the last nine in the regular season are at road courses. So does that hurt your cause or, or help your cause? What do you feel about road courses? It's definitely not my best or, or my strong suit. I feel like the race team has a really good grip on, on you know, their race cars. And uh, definitely I feel like the, the cars are, are better than what I have driven on, on road courses. Now I just need to do a better job of, uh, you know, making sure we get, get better finishes. I felt like at Daytona and, um, you know, even at, at Charlotte last year, you know, we've had some speed uh, with our road course cars. It's just about putting it all together and, and not making mistakes. Obviously, the more corners, the more opportunities for that to happen. And so, 
uh, I just need to do my job. And you know, I like Road America. I've ran there uh, in the Nationwide Series back in the day, so I have some laps there. Uh, we struggled at um, at Austin there, just mainly being able to see. I felt like we were pretty good in the rain. Um, so, uh, you know, all in all, I'm looking forward to the challenge. You know, it's definitely an uphill battle, but, you know, we took a big chunk out this weekend. All right, man. Well, congratulations on the nice top 10. We talked a lot about you on TV because you were up front contending. Yeah. It was good to see you, man. So we'll see you in Pocono this weekend. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, I, I told everybody, they're like, man, those NBC guys talk good about you. I was like, well, it depends. If you run good, it, it's easy to talk about. So we need to run better. We need to run better more often. I appreciate it, guys. That's yeah, a good point. Text good luck, Kyle. Dude. Text good Kyle luck. all your complaints. Yeah, tell, yeah, yeah. tell <laughs> your parents I said hello. Tell your parents I said hello. I will. I will. Yeah. All right, Ricky Sendhouse Jr. joining us. But it was nice to see them running yeah. up front in all seriousness. And, yeah. and and you hope for them that it can continue, DJ. You hope you, they can continue the role. Absolutely. You know, I, I mean, it's great to have uh, a lot of diversity as far as looking yeah. at at. Yeah. These new teams and, and drivers, you know, Ricky Stenhouse is an outstanding driver, and now he's getting the, the cars to be able to show yeah. that and to be able to see that, talk about different people. We love to do that, so yeah, we hope right. there's more of it. Yeah, and, you know, I think Ricky feels, too, um, it, that, that he's with this organization. Mm -hmm. It's a smaller organization than a Hendrick or a, or a Gibbs or one of those. But his input means a lot. Yeah. And when he talks about going back to basics, he and Brian, when they talk about going back to basics, it's their basic. It's not somebody else's basic. It's not a company basic. It's their basics. So I think he has a lot of confidence in that, and it shows in the way he's driving. And if you're JTG Darty Racing sitting there in the shop today, you're like, all right, that was good. Yep. Now we yep. know the direction we need to go. And, and to, the, to, to Ricky's point, hey, maybe we went the wrong way for a little while, yeah. but now we need to know we need to go this way for the playoffs, and let's make a run at these playoffs and see if we can get in. Hey, when we come back here on Motormouse, we'll talk a little Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, and wrap up today's show, and maybe even talk a little Pocono. Who knows? Kyle's mm. favorite racetrack coming up this weekend. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. It was, uh, yeah, it was a great day. Um, we never really had to, you know, run behind people. So, I don't know. Had, you know, one of my teammates got out front again, it would have been probably hard to pass them. But uh, Valvoline Chevrolet was really good. It could cut the corner, cut the middle of the corner really well. And our picker did an awesome job again. That number one pit stall helps a bunch too. And um, this crowd is awesome. This is... Uh, I love that you did a burnout for the entire crowd from from the one end of the grandstand to the other. Yeah, well, I was going to do something here, and then, yeah, I looked down there. I was like, man, there's a lot of fans down there, too. I need to go to the end. But 
Uh, we had enough rubber and enough fuel left over to, to do a good burnout there at the end. But yeah, I can't say enough about everybody at Hendrick Motorsports, uh, HendrickCars.com, Valvoline, uh, Tommy Tarleton. I always forget to thank Tommy Tarleton. He's been a huge part of my career. So uh, thank you, Tommy. Thanks, uh, MetroTech, everybody who's uh, been a part of this team this year. And I just hope we can keep it going. That was a fun interview to do with Kyle Larson, the burnout interview. And the best part was, like, he kind of stopped at the start-finish line, and then, like he said, he went down to the other end yeah. of the grandstands to do the full length of the grandstands. Those fans in Nashville were unbelievable oh, yes, all were. weekend long. And, and I know they delayed the start just a little bit, but they, they delayed it so they could make sure all the yeah. fans got in. What an outstanding weekend just overall. But to see those fans was really cool, DJ. Oh, that was great. Look up there and, and see. I mean, they, you know, they added stands there uh, from what they normally have and, yeah. and filled all of, sold all of those tickets. And uh, just the excitement around all of it. Uh, it was just a tremendous weekend. Uh, a big hit for Nashville, uh, for Nashville Super Speedway. Eric Moses and his people awesome. did an outstanding yes. job of making this look like basically a new facility uh -huh. uh, because you know it had nothing no nothing that taken place for 10 years but they did a great job and then on top of that had uh, three good races through yeah. the weekend yeah it, and you know and we we talk about this all the time but but you talk about the city the people the area you know, it's not the Midwest, but it draws from there. It's just in that whole area just embraced the sport. Right. It, it just re-embraced the sport. And it makes you wonder, why did we ever leave Nashville? You know, <laughs> why, why did cup racing ever leave? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, sure. And, and it, it's, it's just like, question. it's just the right time in, in the city's history and where they're at. It's just the right time in NASCAR for them all to come back together. And, and, and the timing just, in the great. country is, is great yeah. as well. It's yeah. like everything's opening up. The garage yep. area was open. Driver's sign and autographs. Yep. We yeah. haven't seen that mm -hmm. this year. We haven't seen that in a year and a half, really. Um, also, the celebrities were out as well. And it starts with Luke Combs. What an amazing start your engines. Check it out. Thought we would hear that. Chris Jansen gave a concert. CC Winans also was there, giving the invocation. Brad Paisley was hanging out with us on the on the set for the pre-race with Dell Jr. I thought he did a great job. Yeah, he did that was a great really job. cool, really good. Who's this, this is guy? Great. This yeah. is really the only part this? I wanted I to hear. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Who is that guy? <laughs> Kyle at the Opry. We'll get to that in a second. Alvin Kamara hanging out the racetrack as well, and of course Pitbull making uh, one of his many appearances at a NASCAR race this year. But it was cool, the celebrities coming out. Yeah. That was good to see. And you got to hang yes. out with Pitbull for a while. Yeah, talk to him a little bit on Saturday. But but it is cool. You know, listen, I'm, I'm just old school enough where I think our drivers are the celebrities. Okay. You know, and, I and, and I do. I, I think, agree with that. I think that's why you come to a racetrack. You come to see Martin Truex. You come to see Joey Logano. You come to see these guys. That's the show. That's the show. What's cool is when other celebrities want to come and hang out with your celebrities. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what yeah. I like about it. So, and, and I like that Luke Combs is there. I like that, that Pitbull has bought into the sport and, and bought a team, but he believes in the sport and believes in the team enough that he's there. He's been there four or five times this year. I mean, think yeah. about his Mr. Worldwide. And think listen, about him. He's he been there. He could have bought and, a team and not, not and showing, not showing up. up. That's yeah. exactly right. Just put his name on it because said, he wants to be yeah, there. I'm just going to yeah, throw, throw my latest music on the hood and, and advertise and, and do this. He's there. He's there supporting. He's there giving pep talks. He's there motivating. So that that is a cool. You get the and, feeling from him that he just loves being around the, yeah. the team and the, the yeah. team aspect he of likes sports. The sport. He likes yeah. the sport. He likes sports. Um, and, and he and Daniel, we had Daniel earlier, they're changing the demographics. Yeah. When you look in the stands, you know, you see Latinos, you see the Hispanic market, you see more families. 
Um, and, cool. and, and it's a, just a cool time to be in the sport right now, and it's great to have guys like that. Yeah, but it was also them. really cool what you did Saturday night too. And the <laughs> opportunity to ask that, you about that, the Opry. Yeah, that was fun. All right. All right. Nerves? Oh yeah. That, I mean, no I was joke. with you backstage. No, no joke. You did not seem nervous. Yeah, no joke. Listen, listen, and and I, I say this, and and you know it, um, and you've won Daytona, but you know it. When you go to Daytona, it's different. There's a different feel. It, it's not, and I'm sorry, it's not Nashville. You know, it's not the other places. It's our place. It's stock cars place, man. We can go to Indy, and it's big. I'm not saying that. But Daytona is our place. It's NASCAR's place. When you go there and you stand in that little circle, there, there's a circle of wood there that they've taken from the rhyme, and, and you stand there, and all of a sudden, and it's okay to walk on it, but then you get a guitar, and you're going to sing, and it's like, oh, my gosh, Patsy Klein stood here. You know, Hank Williams wow. Sr. Marty yeah. Robbins stood there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was, I was, was big for Marty Robbins. That was big for me because he was a race car driver, yeah. and he, he came in. A, so... Then you begin to think, ooh, it's bigger than I thought it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was a lot of fun. It was very humbling. I, I will say that. It was very humbling. It was a packed was, crowd, and, yeah, and you was, don't get it those cool. shots, but it was 5,000 people looking at you. That's, yeah. I mean, oh, listen, impressive. as much as you perform, Gosh. that's got to be pretty 5,000 people ready to throw something at any minute, man. <laughs> Just locked and loaded. <laughs> that is all the stuff around the race. I want to get back to the race a little bit. Dell Jr. said it best in our post-race. PJ1 is out. Resin is in. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that, DJ? I thought the resin did a fantastic job of, and the, the purpose was not to add grip to the track, yeah. to lay rubber on the racetrack, and that, it really answered the bell, in my opinion. Uh, it, it changed the outlook of the whole weekend. When the Cup cars hit the track on Saturday for their practice session, it changed the scope of the whole weekend. Hmm. It changed for the Xfinity race. Everybody went there thinking they were going to be around the bottom. How am I going to make a pass? Because everybody's going to be wrapped around the bottom and, and this is going to be difficult. And then we got this. And what we saw was three and four wide racing for two days. Incredible racing. And it, it wasn't, you know, sometimes that part of the track that had the resin was, it, it, it was the place to be. Other times, it wasn't the place yeah. to be. Right. Uh, so drivers had to, to figure out when their car was yeah. good there, and it wasn't. It gave you options as a driver, and I like that more so than the PJ1. Yeah. So I, I think we've hit a home run yeah. here. I, I hope I, we'll do it. Yeah, I think at this racetrack, it was perfect. Yeah. Because it's like you said, you know, we see and we hear drivers say, well, the PJ1 wore out. Well, it got, yeah. you know, it just gave yeah. up. It just went. We, we didn't hear that yesterday. We saw guys continue to move around. It would go away. It would come back. It would lay rubber down. It wouldn't take... They did a great job at the Speedway with the tire dragons, with everything that they did. We heard Scott Miller talk about it last year or last week on what they were doing mm -hmm. to the racetrack. Um, yeah, I, maybe that's what we're going to start talking about. Maybe this is the intersection of Major League Baseball and, 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 <laughs> and racing all that stuff. Don't they have a little controversy uh, yeah, there right now where you can yeah, hold a baseball right. like yeah. this in your hand now? Yeah, yeah. correct. Same kind of thing. It's the same group who runs Dover, so I yeah. would say please. You didn't think I knew anything yeah, about other sports, did you? Yeah, I did. I didn't know <laughs> yes. any new stuff about yeah. other sports. Uh, let's talk lug nuts. Chase Elliott obviously disqualified. They had five lug nuts loose, obviously not on the same wheel. Uh, but but we have been seeing this all year long, DJ. This is yeah. they are just not tightening lug nuts. They're trying to get them all tight on the last stop. Yeah, middle of the race, yeah. it's like they don't seem to care. Yeah, uh, and this is what Chase Elliott said. So if we would have crashed, we would get to keep our stage point. And I think that's what they're really worried about. That playoff point, losing that, that's yeah. going to be yeah. massive for them moving forward. But this lug nut thing, as a driver, DJ, that I don't know. That would make me worried. Obviously, teams are not making a great effort to 
make sure they're all tight. Yeah, a couple of years ago had a you know it was huge and you know NASCAR made some changes yeah. as and directives. Uh, now you can visually see on the left side on every stop except the last one uh, that they're only hitting four basically uh, on that to to yeah. make these stops faster. Yeah. So. Something's going to have to be done there. Don't want to see drivers getting hurt. Chase, I know you don't like losing your playoff point because you worked hard for yep. that. They took a gamble to get that. Uh, I hope that doesn't make a difference in yep. there, but mm-hmm. I'm glad you didn't crash and yeah, get hurt. I am t- yeah, I and, and here's, here's listen, we can talk this till we're blue. It's a rule. It's yeah. a rule, man. Sorry. It's been there. You know what I mean? you got to have them on. You're you gotta, arguing with Chase's. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm arguing with Chase. It's a rule, dude. It, it's a rule. It's in the book. It's been a rule. And the other part of this, it's moved to another place in the rule book. It's safety. You don't mess with roof flaps. You don't mess with tire compounds. You don't mess with... There's certain things you're not allowed to touch on that race car. And if you do, you get busted hard. You don't have lug nuts, you get busted hard. Sorry, end of the, end of the conversation. So whether they do it all day long or not, when it comes time and you're checked, you got to be right. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. And if NASCAR does something before the playoffs to kind of check. You can't check yeah. it during the race, yeah. obviously. Only time you can really check it is the end of the race. But I, I'm interested to see how this moves forward with how this has played out throughout the playoffs. So, Pocono coming up this weekend. After this weekend, just seven races left in the regular season. We'll be back on Wednesday to preview the Poconos this weekend. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.